0: So bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, The surfcontinuum.com. And this week on the show, Coach Evan and I are talking about nosedives those god-awful nose-plunging mistakes that just send you flying off the front of your board, send your board flying up in the air. (laughs) It's a pretty big catastrophe, and it happens quite a bit to beginners. So uh, we're going to just dive right into how to stop doing that. All right, let's go. Sweet. So the reason you keep nose-diving, many of them... (laughs)
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, this, I, I was excited to talk to you about this one because it's just such a prevalent fear for, you know, novice beginner, inter, you know, intermediate surfers, I really don't, haven't really figured it out, you know, it, it's, it's really something that shouldn't be happening if you know, really ever. I mean, once, once you kind of figure it out, you just, you got, you don't really nosedive anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the, on the takeoff. It's for sure. Mm.
0: One of the big walls that are in front of a beginner, you know, like one of those scary obstacles that you look at and you're like, wow, I don't know how I'm going to get over this one. This is tough every time. And what I, I, I've always have found about the nosedive is it can get worse. In the sense that after it's happened to you once, twice, a couple times, and it starts being, like, something you expect, you almost help it happen by expecting it. You know what I mean? Like, think about some of our clients. I'm sure you have an image coming up right away of some of them that just would paddle into a wave and then grab onto their board so that they can hang on while they nosedive.
1: You know? It's like freeze. Yeah. Yeah, Freeze. Freeze.
0: Yeah, I mean, just like they know it's coming and they're just bracing for it. And it's like, wow, we're in a dangerous place here. Now you're catching waves knowing you're going to nosedive and hanging on and getting ready for it. It's like getting in a right. car and like putting your hands on the dashboard ready for the accident. To, you know, it's like, wow, this is this is bad. This has gotten really too
1: far. So right, it's it gets really deep into the psyche mm-hmm. and it's you know, it's understandable. It's, it's terrible to fucking nosedive, you know, like <laughs> we see it all the time. It looks bad. You get water shoved up your sinuses, you know, like there's at a point there's no holding on to that bucking bronco. You might as well you know, you want to get away from it. Right. You know? And it just it's it's traumatic, you know, it really is. But I mean, we're gonna go into all the all the different ways that you can re- remedy it, but but the first thing is like it's it's a mental thing that you, it's a challenge that you guys got to take on and be like, I'm not nosediving anymore. <laughs> I'm doing whatever it takes. I'll, I'll miss a hundred waves, oh, you know, over angling towards the shoulder, then then just saying, fuck it, I'm going. I'm catching this wave, and then I'm just gonna freeze. And, and just do the same thing that I've been doing over and over again and, <laughs> and almost kill myself or almost kill somebody else at the same time <laughs> right so
0: all right so before we get into some solutions let's talk about why it happens because I feel like I this is me and this is my mind and my the way I like my mechanical mind I like to understand something because a lot of things in life are the same principles you know like you see once you understand one thing I feel like it it spills over into other things. So I'm all about understanding why. And w- so for me, let's, uh, I'll hit n- point number one of why do people nosedive? And that's because a wave is a morphing, changing shape that's getting steeper and more concave as it develops. And this is all in the window that you're paddling and going for it in this most crucial, most dynamic time. You know, waves travel for hundreds of miles as just a round old lump. But in just a short amount of time, they go from that lump to becoming taller to becoming more concave and then breaking. You know, in just a little split moment of their life, they do that. And that's exactly the time that you are trying to fit your big old longboard on that face of the wave. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it just as simply as that, this dynamic, morphing, changing shape of a a medium is trying and you're trying to ride it with your rigid unchanging shape of a surfboard it's not going to fit if you just very straight very with no dynamics with no consideration to these these things that are happening just try and paddle and move in the same direction as a wave as it comes under you
1: they absolutely right you, there it is you can just see it 10 nine foot surfboard in a two foot wave right breaking very fast right really 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 quick there's just there's no situation where that board is going to fit down the face of it and straight into the trough it's just it's not going to Um, but it, it it can fit incredibly beautiful I mean you could take an 11 foot board and put it in a one foot wave at at the right angle and it looks everything looks like perfectly in, in place and perfectly in trim. So Right.
0: And as a side note, this is done. at a risk of going on a tangent. I'm going to do my very best not to let this become yeah. a tangent. But this is why beginners are always recommended soft tops, especially those really flexy soft tops, because you actually can paddle into the wave and go straight down it and not take into consideration any of those things because the board's just going to flex and become the shape of the wave. And the reason got a
1: huge kick got a huge ro- nose rocker yep. to it. it,
0: yeah, built um, into it. Not to mention though that the thing can get folded in half and then go back to its original <laughs> shape. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. So if it can do that, it can fit on the face of a curving wave and get you down into the bottom without your nose poking the bottom. But you know, this is why surfers kind of look down on soft tops a little bit because of that very fact that it. It gives you the training wheels to skip over all the considerations a real surfer needs to make when they catch a
1: wave yeah and it no matter what it doesn't feel right mm. you know like if when, when you try you plow through that really rough section section when you're trying to go straight on a wave as opposed to you know they're like completely different feelings mm, totally you know when when you angle correctly and you take off at an angle it's like this aha moment whereas when you have to just take a wave straight it's like it's not good anytime (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) you know really it's 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 it never feels it never feels good um so let me hit you a point yeah. number two. I got actually a good list here of why it
0: happens. And this one for me is actually the least of all the reasons why it happens, because this is the most obvious. So if this is the reason why it happened to you, any human being will know how to fix it. And it's because your weight is too far forward on the board. And yeah. again though, but this the reason I say this is the least of all is because anybody can go like plunge the nose into the water and go, oh, I need to move back. You know, and that's always what they do. Even if they are in the right spot of their board, but they don't do anything else, you still will nosedive. And that's why you see beginners so often way the hell on the back on the tail of their board with the nose way up in the air. That sure sign of a beginner, because they're just trying to keep that nose up in the air so they can paddle straight into their waves. Okay, but no way too far forward can sometimes be a reason why people nosedive.
1: Yeah. And you can, you feel it right away. You know, you turn around, you set up to set up that wave and you lay down on the board and and like, uh, you kind of stop, you know, and, and have like, or we do, we, we stop paddling, adjust ourselves and then get back to it. Whereas a a lot of people just, just say, fuck it and run, run it, (laughs) you know, run that position that, that, you know, flawed positioning on their board. And again, Like You you just can't get away with it. You have to be a really good surfer to get away with being not positioned properly and taking off on a wave and being able to be dynamic and set your rail and do all these things that we're going to continue to talk about.
0: Yep, right on. Okay, reason number three is something you keep touching on is no angle. Okay, you know, taking off on a wave and literally having no dynamic. I'm going to blend in... three and four here and say no angle or no rail set because something I I feel that happens sometimes in the communication of angle. When you say that word is people get this vision of, of of like a direction, like, okay, not straight angled. And then they just paddle in that direction, you know, the whole time. And sometimes it works, you know, you might not nosedive, but more often than not, you just don't catch the wave because you paddle at an angle away from where you need to be. Um, So angle, rail set, kind of in the same category, kind of in the same mindset, but basically introducing dynamics into your takeoff, into your approach. So when you're catching that wave that you're not just going straight towards the beach, straight towards the trough, but increasing your angle, AKA turning or setting your rail as the wave lifts you. And that's, that's really in my mind, like the kind of textbook solution to the nosedive problem because beginners want to catch a wave they think they need to paddle for the wave and get on it and stand up not realizing that there's actually a much more nuanced uh, approach to this whole thing and it's it's with turns with with vectors that that bend and change as the wave lifts and changes under them and so for every moment that that wave has a shape as it develops to becoming a cresting wave to finally pitching over and cresting you need to have a response an angled response to that change in shape and as that wave increases its concaveness and steepness your angle needs to increase and change so it is an angle but it's it's a changing angle which is basically a dynamic back yeah.
1: and forth right. back and forth and based on when 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 the wave you know a lot of times will actually lay down a little bit show itself and then lay down and then that again that's why it needs to be dynamic You might be looking at this thing behind you and it's really standing up so right then and there you're like okay it's getting steeper i'm gonna increase my angle to anticipate this steeper faster down the line drop but then you have a quick look again and it's laid down Mm. and then our reaction is boom straighten out towards the beach or go even deeper towards the peak so it's this constant you know, changing of, of those degrees of, of your angle and, and your takeoff. And this just, it, this just takes me, us right back to talking. If you're having this hard of a time with nose diving, nose diving, nose diving, go get a fucking boogie board and go play in the white water for as long as it takes to, to get, comfortable and strong enough and and aware enough to know that you're you have just such a better uh percentage of making it and have and getting a good ride if you just change your angle from going straight into the beach to just any any which way any
0: other way than straight
1: (laughs) do not crash into the trough Full speed, full speed ahead, right into the trough. I mean, every beginner break in the world, you'll you'll just see it over and over and over again. And I mean, that I really do think that's one of the things that you know we really focus on and and teach with the fundamentals and surf continuum is like that's that's what really changes us. We're like, let's stop. We're let's stop talking even about standing up on the board if you're having if you haven't gotten that feeling and started to figure that out, it's not like you get it and you're done. You know, we're still figuring out our angles of attack and things like that, but it's, it is an aha moment because it gives you the power to steer away from the scary part of the wave that all beginners are always focusing Mm. on is that trough and that place that you don't want to be like, we just steer ourselves out of that every, every second or every chance we get, or we steer ourselves into that place because that's where, that's how you set up a tube and blah, 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 blah. Right.
0: Right. Right. No, no. Fair enough. It's, it's really as simple as that. And I love how you always bring it back to the boogie board thing. Like it's really so simple. Like you really want to work on this. You're really struggling with it. Then go in waist deep water in the shore break and just over and over again, you can literally do this. I don't know, 10 times in in two or three minutes like you can get 10 reps in in such a short time of just standing in waist deep water here comes a wave at the same time that it lifts you also lean over into the wave and and set the rail try it again try it again try it again and see if you can get a little projection off of that tiny little boogie board rail down the face it's only a half a second but that's the only part you're trying to work on right now is how do you catch a wave and, and respect its shape and change your
1: angle as it lifts you
0: and get that timing and intensity right.
1: And speaking back to boards fitting into the wave, it's just so much easier to fit a little boogie board into the wave than it is that big old surfboard, right. but it's gonna give you those tools that to figure out, okay, how do I fit this kind of square, blocky piece of foam it fits in beautifully at an angle. It, it just doesn't do well totally flat on top of the water, mm-hmm. go, you know, going through a a curve or a transition.
0: Right, right on. Um, and the last thing I have in my list of why this happens is because of a lack of commitment. You know, commitment and, – and this can go two ways, a lack of commitment to – Shifting your weight back, whether you do that with your press up and then eventually your stand up um, or just your press up, you know, like you can just press up and get your weight back. Um, but not having the commitment to do that as you're catching a wave, in addition to not committing entirely just to catching the wave itself, like paddling for the wave, but kind of mm, do I want this? Do I not want it? And then, well, the wave catches you sometimes in that mo in those moments. And now you're in the lip and you're like great here i go and now you're going to the in the whole again. New
1: way. yeah that's that's i actually that's something we're just glossing over right now is the is the press up and and i think we really should talk more about using how we use the press up to teach our students to give them that power and that control that we're talking about if if you don't do it all the way you know, and, and if you don't know why you're, you are you know, keeping your hands on the deck and getting them up underneath your chest and, and getting into like a pretty solid, you know, sometimes it is like a full plank and sometimes it is like I need to throw my back, my weight back so far so far that I'm, like, putting my knee on the back of the board and really leveraging mm-hmm. the, the nose and everything out of the water because all of a sudden, you know, I didn't adjust early enough and I have to do a, a big adjustment quickly. Um, you you got to figure out, and we got we have some great press-up videos on the website, so get there, s- s- get a visual of what we're talking about and how you use the press-up it's, it's such an important skill to have. I mean, it's such an important board control skill to have, mm. whether you're going through white waters or, t- or taking off on a wave. Um, and then we we talk about commitment almost on every episode in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, that's right. You really do just have, again, in that it's a mental thing and that you have to, if, if you're not confident out there, uh, and another thing then go back and and build yourself up and and get a good foundation so that you can start to enter the water with a lot less anxiety and and worries and more going out there like when you know what you need to practice it's just so much more fun when you're just going out there and there's just like endless things to practice um it's It's just really overwhelming and and you if you don't have a plan, you end up just keep doing the same things over and over again, which can be super detrimental mm. to your surfing and how much fun you're having. I think that's what happens to a lot of people who don't stick with surfing. you know, if they weren't introduced to it in the right way by somebody who knows what they were doing, that could give them some things to work on you know really basic things like keeping themselves safe and how to hold on to their board and that kind of stuff and they they plateau really quick and they they just they just keep nose diving and then they just hang up the boots you know <laughs> yeah it really is a tough one this
0: like we were saying in the beginning this one is the epitome of where beginners struggle you know and this can be the turn in the road that sends a lot of people back home. Like, Nope, can't continue on this journey too hard, too scary. Um, so let's get into the solutions. That being said,
1: um, yeah, that that does, it reminds me like this episode, it stoked me out. We talked about it and then I was in the surf shop and this woman was looking at new boards. And and the guy who was who was helping her check the boards out. um, I know he surfs pretty well. And and anyways, he has a clue, but I was actually impressed with with his answer. I heard her say, yeah, I'm just really scared of nose diving. I I I nose dive a lot, so I need a board with a lot of rocker. (laughs) That's what she says (laughs) to him. And then he looked at her and he just said, well, we got to figure out why you're nosediving all the time or something like that. And it was just, it was just so good. The right thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, you, you're in the position to be like, all right, let's sell you this. Nine right. Oh gun with six and a half inches of rocker in it. That's going to do the trick, you know? Uh, <laughs> but he didn't and then he's like, and then she's like yeah and i surf at sano all the time and he's like you're having a hard time you're nose diving all the time at sano <laughs> he's like oh, okay now we really now now it's you know it's it's showing itself more and more it's not right. it's definitely not the board it's it's, it's your take board. on the situation and 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 not setting yourself up right, right. um so let's get into some more <gasps> solutions oh
0: it's good stuff um, okay, my number one
1: is is practice
0: in small waves. Um, one of the thing, you know, one of the biggest things about being stuck in this nosedive hell is that it's it's exacerbated. It's only made way worse exponentially. I'd even say as size goes up, you know, one that nosediving in one foot waves that's not so bad. You know, it's not very consequential. So you can really try and implement some of these solutions we're about to give you. Um, you know, without fear of doing it wrong. But a two foot wave is, it's a little different. It's a little harder and three foot, it starts getting dangerous, like just two more feet on that wave. And it's now becoming a dangerous thing to nosedive. So if you're struggling, one of my biggest advices is practice in small waves, get in those waves or on the boogie board. Like you mentioned, I didn't even have that on my list, but that's such, that's always our go-to get somewhere where you can practice this stuff
1: safely and not worry. over and over again yet yeah, with with a boogie right right there off the sand mm-hmm. and and um just get like like we're talking about get reps in you're this is where you're gonna pick it up this is where you're gonna really dial it in when you get to do it a hundred times in a row and there's there's not a lot of consequence right um and and it just it flows us into this number two like you you get comfortable like i was saying go back and build up your foundation and and the the your true foundation there's no getting around your your paddling technique mm. this is this is going to change the game with how you set up waves how you dynamically position yourself and angle yourself and have that little extra gear that you oftentimes need to enter and catch the wave with with some momentum and speed, and and not that opposite of either, just freezing and stopping and getting pulled and sucked up the lip, um, or just not having good enough technique or good enough stamina to sustain that and and catch waves consistently, you know, with power. Right. Yeah, and and, and control.
0: And what I had in mind with the good paddling technique is just cut out one of the simple reasons why you nosedive being too far forward on your board. Like that is too yeah. simple, too obvious to let that be a reason why you're stuck in this world. I, okay, it can happen, sure, but it shouldn't be the reason why you can't not stop nosediving. So let's cut that off the list and just be a good paddler. Always in proper position, and if not, adjusting or fixing it, and not insisting on continuing with the process when you're not in good position. Like, it's just, it's fundamental, it's foundation, it's the beginning. Like, don't start laying out the framework of your house if your concrete foundation is crumbling. You got to go back and address the foundation and get that down pat. I mean, that's that just has to be said because it's so important and obvious and that's what we're all about is those fundamentals you don't got that down i don't want to talk about any other stuff
1: it's true and and it it goes right into the next point rail set Mm. like it's it's paddling and it's it's board control you you have to get those down pat and then and then your stand up comes in into the fray right you know and and into actually standing up and riding ways but there's a lot of work and a lot of actually fun to, fun to be had. Like, we've, we've been doing this with, with a number, endless clients over and over and, and teaching them, like, they never really learn to set their rail. They don't know that, that – they, they might have felt the feeling a couple times here and there, you know, but until you are in session with a coach or, or even doing a video deal, breakdown – and we're like, look at this, look at this. The rail set, where is it? Like, you can't. It's it's not a thing that's all that you always have to to use, and you have to have right, it. Right, right. You can't ride and catch waves without that ability and control to set your rail harder and and bring you up the face, or have that feeling of kind of like pulling the clutch in and sliding sliding down the <laughs> the face a little bit yeah. and then as you rail it back over, that's like letting out the clutch. You know, you get more traction and and you get more down the line drive. So just just playing with that. It's it's like you finally get the feeling of flight when you yeah. start setting your rail. Right,
0: right. And I you know just to clarify in case somebody's not understanding this terminology, because it's been asked before, what what do you mean set your rail? It's so simple. It's literally leaning your rail over the same way you set your toe into the hill as you climb up it. You know, you put your toe against the hill and lift your heel and have some intention. You know, you engage your muscles. You use your toes and your leg muscles so that you can climb up a hill. Well, do the same thing with your surfboard. Set your rail into the face of the wall. Like, don't just ride the board, but tell it where you want to go. Put that rail in the water. Lean over, you know, and use your rail as its own fin, as its own directional
1: rudder, as its own power, in, as a part of your board. Um, but I just yeah, the grab that's like the reins, yeah. you know, like those are your reins, you know, yep. left to right, mm-hmm. and getting comfortable in the in the in the uh, press up position, going back and forth, and figuring out what's too much pressure, mm-hmm. what's not enough. Right why why am i you know like when i'm when i'm trying to lean over why is my body going over but the but the rail you know like the board's not going up on rail Mm -hmm. your body's just leveraging over the side of the the board which you know we see a lot of people do that when they first start trying to figure out how to set the rail and then they figure it out like you to stay more in line with the board and really just like basically use your your shoulders and and to really leverage the board down, but you stay pretty much in line with your board.
0: Right, right. And and I guess the tricky part about that can be that how much you can or can't do changes based on your speed, but you already know this because you ride a bicycle, right? And if you're going two miles an hour, you don't lean over like you're making a racetrack turn you know to be delicate about it because you don't have enough G-force to keep you in line with your bike. So you just only ever so slightly lean over. But if you're yep. flying down a hill or you got some speed, then you know you can feel that you can lean a little further and still be vertically in line with your your bicycle. It's same thing on the board. If you're taking off on a wave and you got a good steep wave, you do need to lean more than if it's a mushy, soft little wave, you know, to keep the analogy consistent. You know, it's it's really just about speed and the G forces that you'll be able to utilize to keep yourself in line with the board. Um and then last of all, you know, I have set your rail and add angle as you take off as two separate points and I guess they are um, but they they are similar in the sense that you just don't catch a wave and go straight. I think we hit that point enough, you know, like you should never unless you're going for a bottom turn, you have a really great stand up and you know what you're doing and you're dropping in deliberately straight on purpose and using a change in trim to keep your nose up, Never mind those people. We're talking to the people who are just learning and struggling with nose diving. Don't go straight into a wave after you catch it. As you feel that thing lifting you up, there's your first cues to start clicking over some degrees towards the direction you wanna go. And then as you, but you're still continuing paddling. You're not fully in it but increasing your turn as you continue to paddle and just doing this over and over will get you into that, uh, state of being where you just recognize how much you need to do the intensity for the timing and the, st- the steepness of the wave. Um, so last of all, I have just commitment and bravado in your fundamentals. You know, it's, it's, it's just everything we said, but with gusto, with, with passion, Like paddle strongly for the wave. Get in it early. Press up strongly and with confidence, with your hands deep under your ribs. Lean over and look where you're going. Don't look at your board and wonder if it's going to work. Look where you're going to go and have faith it's going to work. Do your stand-up with the same attitude. Like do it all because if you're going to go down, you're going to go down. So go down like – in the middle of trying to do it right, rather than in the middle of watching
1: to see what's going to
0: happen, <laughs> you know,
1: that's a huge. This is that's a huge point. I mean, it really needs to be hit. We always talk about look where you want to go, but this is super critical. If you're nose diving all the time, if you went back on some video, you can see the death stare into the trough <laughs> every single time, <gasps> with the eyes big, looking at the death stare. Oh my God! There's nowhere else. It's it's over. It's already over. <laughs> You know but if you if you keep looking down the line, it really opens up your your whole world and it, it you know it gives you just so many opportunities to get away from that. This, this consistent nose dive where where you don't know what's going on. All of a sudden your your world is opened and the the world of taking off at an angle and setting your rail. It's it's a really great place, people. So just please give us give it a try. <laughs> Stop staring at the nose of your board. That's another one. Stop looking at the nose of your board and seeing if it's in under the water or out of the water. Like you can feel it. Right. You can feel it when you dip the nose. Right. Uh, you know, you just just try to start focusing. You know, it's 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 really difficult to do in the heat of, in the heat of the moment. But that's actually like your cue. As soon as you feel yourself look at the nose, boom, that's your cue to start looking somewhere right. else, like right away, right, 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 and break the habit, break that habit. Um, it's like and, it's and like, like, like they say, say
0: to you when you're like walking up uh, like really high, like I don't know, like on a tightrope walk or something or I don't know, one of those bridges in between, you know, some gnarly span of don't look down. You know, it just <laughs> rattles you. It just totally ruins. Like you walk every day of your life. You're just fine. All of a sudden you look down and now you can't even walk or you're going to stumble off a bridge. You know what I mean? It's funny how much your brain can fuck with you. To, and, and doing something that you know you can totally do so don't right. look down
1: yeah when you when you look down the line when you look down the line and not the trough like you know your eyes are just going to open up and, and enjoy instead of fear you know because it's just like this beautiful line that you know this this beautiful runway right. that's open for you not to, steep you know, at all open for business nope totally beautiful waiting for you to come there and
0: and but if you can't get over that that hit of the trough and that obsession you have it only gets worse if you just keep looking at it and giving it your mind and your attention
1: right on peeps thanks for tuning in coach always always a pleasure that's right do it again soon